Hello guys and welcome to episode 18 of Axing the Future. I'm your host Axel, or as most of you guys know me as 56 Grid. In today's podcast episode, we're going to be talking with photographer and designer Demis from Sydney, Australia. He has 280,000 followers on TikTok, as well as 333,000 on Instagram. He is the co-host of the podcast 5 to 9, so yeah, welcome Demis. Hey, how are you? I'm very good, thanks. Yourself? I'm good, thank you. That's good. So for the people that don't know much about you, can you tell us a bit about yourself? Yeah, so I'm a photographer based in Sydney, Australia. Um, I used to work in architecture. So I did um, I did five years of architecture school. So after school, I went to university, picked up my bachelor and master's degree in architecture. And then during university, uh, I picked up a camera because I'm inspired by a cousin of mine. And then I just started playing with it and then started posting photos on Instagram and then grew from there. And yeah, just been shooting to, to, to now. And recently, the last three, four months, I, I quit my architecture job and now I'm a full-time photographer. That's awesome. So like you said, you did quit your job. How is that like decision making? Like, was that a tough decision to do? Uh, yeah, I think so. So, I mean... It's very hard because obviously when you're working in an architecture firm, you get like stable income, like you get paid every two weeks. And um, as a photographer, the the income isn't as stable, but because I think I've built up a following and sort of a reputation while I was working, um, I'm able to sort of work with brands now to the point where I don't need that. Like it's not, the stability isn't as important but more importantly, it's the the income that I get from the jobs that I do get uh, is enough for me to, to make a living out of. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I see where you're coming from. So you're obviously a photographer. So when and why did you start photography? Yeah, so when I was in university, uh, I was in second year of university and uh, my cousin from Indonesia came. Uh, he had a he's, a, he's a wedding photographer um, and he had a client in Sydney and they wanted to do some pre-wedding photo shoots. So he's like, he doesn't know anyone in Sydney. Um, and he, and he contacted me and he's like, Hey, are you able to help me assist? And like, so they like change the lenses, hold the flash, that kind of stuff. And maybe help him drive wherever. Cause he doesn't know the way in Sydney. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, sure. And then, so at this time I had no idea what to like, what photography was. I had no idea about taking photos or whatever. And then uh, I went on this trip. We went to like the Snowy Mountains, which is like maybe a couple of hours out of Sydney. And mm-hmm. it was so epic. Like it was, it was just like the location was so beautiful that he, him and the clients had such a good time. He was like, like the photos he got were amazing. And I got so inspired. So that day I started shooting on my phone, just like, oh, that's a cool scene. I just take a photo of my phone. And back then it was like a really old like Android phone and it's just like bad quality, but I didn't really care. I was just like, it was fun. Um, and then a week later, I was so inspired. I bought my first like uh, entry level DSLR, which is a Canon 1100D um, mm-hmm. with like a, you know, the nifty 50 lens, the F1.8. Yep. And yeah. And then I just started shooting anything and everything uh, and posting it on Instagram at the same time. And then I guess luckily my Instagram grew and yeah, it just and then and then over time started working with brands. Uh, brands started to contact me because I had a bigger following on Instagram, and then it just kind of snowballed from there. Um, but I think it's not to do with like you know just not posting. It's not just posting 
photos. It's to do with what photos you're taking and how you're approaching your photography is like how maybe why these brands contacted me. Yeah, totally. So I'm guessing, you know, as you're making a living out of photography, you must love it. So what is it that you love about photography? Um, I think it's just how, like, I love seeing the world and traveling is really fun. Um, And because of photography, I've been able to travel a lot more. Um, At the same time, I also love to create, like, lots of edits on Photoshop and, like, have fun with it and, like, not not take it so seriously. So... Like, I think the creative side of it and, like, how I can take a location that might be quite boring or quite normal or usual and how do I make it look different or make it look cooler to me or, like, just have fun with it. Like, I think for me it's just all about having fun and pushing the creati- my creativity as much as I can. Yeah, I love that. Like, I, l- I look at your style and, I mean, you say you play it around with Photoshop, but you're like Photoshop pieces. Um, <laughs> Make sure to go check him out. His Instagram is Demis. He makes the most amazing, like, Photoshop. I mean, it- just go have a look for yourself. It's insane. <laughs> Thank um, you. But so what are your goals with photography? Like, what are you aiming to do in the next, you know, decade or so with your photography? I mean, the last two three years that I've been like earning money from photography as well as architecture it's always been like a brand reaching out and me creating the content for the brand and stuff like that but now that I've quit it's sort of like I'm just trying to and it's and the model before was working like I'm just waiting for the the next email to come from a brand and we we make content together we create something from a campaign and that's obviously super fun and I'm I think now I'm just probably trying to do the same but at the same time push more of my own brand as well so uh when i quit i started pushing out more youtube videos now i'm trying to push out so many more tiktok videos um trying to do instagram reels now that it's out just like now that i've quit my job i feel i can do so much more for me and um i think for now it's not really like as in it's it's just my own personal growth right so it's not really earning money from a brand or a company, but I think in the long run, if I keep pushing it and pushing it, pushing it, um, it'll, it'll pay off. Yeah, totally. Um, that's awesome. So we're going to go into travel a bit. I've seen in a lot of your photos and TikTok behind the scenes that a lot of them are, you know, taken in different locations around the world. What is your favorite travel memory of all time? Well, that's a tough question. Uh, as a, I think as a as a country and as a city, I think I love Tokyo, Japan the most. Like it's it's just such a fun place to travel to and there's just so many things you can see. And like I'm always interested in like architecture. So I'm more always into like cities and urban environments more. Um, but at the same time, I also love traveling to nature, like nature and landscape places. Um, but yeah, I would say Tokyo, Japan is probably probably the the best places i've been to um in terms of travel memory uh i think my favorite memory was uh when i was in like just outside of bangkok there's this uh, market that has a train that runs through it um, and that was a super fun experience like uh it's super tight space and when the train goes through it's like it's just such a surreal experience to to be in that environment i think i saw um actually it might not have been from you but i saw Actually, no, I did see a doco a couple of weeks ago and I think that that was like a big feature. Is it the one where like 
um, when the train comes, they have to like move a lot of their things and yeah. get off the tracks. Yeah. So I posted a, a top down. I, I flew my drone above it. And then I don't know if oh, you've yeah, seen yeah. it on my Instagram. Yeah. So that one, yeah, that's it's super crazy. Like to see all the awnings just open up and then the mm. train goes through and then they close the awnings again and then just like go back to being a market. And it's just like crazy. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like it. sounds like such a good experience. So a lot of the kids, are like this is a mainly a kind of kid-listened podcast, a lot of them like haven't traveled that much in right. their life so far. So can you tell us why you think traveling is great and why you think when, if they get the opportunity to travel, they should take it? Well, I think it just opens up. You see so much more and you see that there are other cultures out there and you, you learn from it and you see how, you know, the culture in Japan, the culture in Thailand, the culture in America is different to the, to the culture and people in Australia. And yeah, I think it just opens your eyes more to the world and you get to experience new things. And I think that's always a, a good thing. Yeah, man, that's awesome. So before we move on to probably the best subject, TikTok, we're going to throw it back a bit to your childhood. And so yeah, what were your dreams as a kid? Um, I obviously didn't think I was going to be a photographer. So I, uh, photography only happened because of Instagram for me. Um, I wanted to be an architect. And so oh, yeah. when I was, and, and I did pursue it, right? Like I did, went to yeah. university and worked in architecture for five years as well. So um, when I was like nine, uh, I went to my uncle's house in Indonesia. It's all family related. So Uh, We were doing like a a renovation for our house and my uncle was the architect for it. And we, I went to his office and saw like all the floor plans, all the designs and stuff. And I was super excited. I was like, this is so cool. And then I think from there I was inspired that I wanted to become an architect. So like throughout the whole of high school, throughout the whole of like, you know, I I pursued architecture. So I wanted my, I don't know, do you guys do ATARs as well in, in Melbourne? It's uh, ATAR, I mean, right? Yeah, but in not high currently. School? Yeah, in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, when I was going through high school, I was like, I need to get that ATAR mark to get into architecture at university. So that was always in my mind. Um, and then when I got to university, I actually didn't know, like, what was involved, <laughs> at, like, for to become an architect. So I just, like... But I, I loved it. Like, I, I threw myself in and... Loved, loved every minute of university and then I worked for five years and I also enjoyed working in architecture for five years in a company uh, but a photography path took me a different way and now I think it's for the better yeah I it sounds like it so I mean your dreams must it must be in some ways pretty related to your dreams now but what are your dreams now um, I think just to keep growing and like keep improving like I want to teach more and make more and I I think I want to get better at making videos so like YouTube is definitely a big goal of mine like how do I make my videos more engaging how do I not not be boring in a YouTube video like that kind of stuff I think I need to I need to learn and like video techniques video tricks so I think that's my my goal and my focus in the next few years will be learning video I think that's that's probably one of my goals as well like speaking of the devil a bit like I, I do YouTube myself and I do think it can be quite awkward. So I might have to put that on my goals list for the next few years. I think um like as a young creator, I think if you, as in, I think this is like an advice uh, that I would give, like you, it's really important now, like more than ever to be confident in front of a camera. Like for me, it took me so long to start a YouTube channel and to, to 
be confident enough to be in front of the camera because I'm always like, like I'd, I'd rather just shoot photos. I don't really want to be in front of the camera. But the last year I realized that like it's actually a really good thing to be in front of camera and to, to show yourself and to, to be out there a bit more. Yeah, totally. Um, so if you could, let's pretend, let's like do a little bit of visual, like uh, imaginating if that makes sense. Yeah. You're in a room with your 12-year-old self. Yeah. What advice are you giving him? Um, I think... It's going to be anything, like, you know, about photography, about growing up, just absolutely anything. I think just like, if you want to do something, if you if you have an idea, I think just go out and do it. Like if you... If you want to be a doctor, if you want to be an architect, just like do it. And then if something else happens in life that you find more enjoyable, I think it's okay to switch. Um, and to as long as you're passionate and as long as you like push yourself in that in whatever you're doing, I think you'll succeed no matter what. Like as in, and I think like not giving up is very very important because you might obviously not get the results the first one or two years that you do something. Um, but I think if you keep pushing at it, keep working at it and and constantly question, like if something's not working, why is it not working? And like constantly be curious. I think that's that's a really important skill to have. Yeah, I, I like that. I feel like that's a, that's a good piece of advice. So we're now going to go into probably the topic a lot of people came here for and that is TikTok. So I guess over, I think it was, uh, I believe you started on the platform in October, November of last year. How did that come about? <laughs> it's funny, like, it's funny that you say it's a topic that most people are here for because I only, like, blew up on TikTok, like, the last two months. Like, it was it was very, so in, last October um, and November, I was on a road trip with some friends um, in America. I don't know if you know, like, Ichban, Jam Tuna, and yeah. TK North. yeah. I, I saw um, TK and Ichiban. I saw them on my For You page and now I love them. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, so so I went on a road trip with those guys. And at that time, uh, Ben, who's Ichiban, he um, he was on TikTok all the time. And he was like, just like scrolling through. And he was like, this is such a good app. And he's like, you know, just start, he, he started posting stuff on there. And like, um, he grew quite a bit quite early because he had one or two two of his videos do well and then I was like quite skeptical and I was like okay let's just start my account and post something and then I wasn't really I I was posting nothing like I was posting like once every two weeks once every three weeks and I was like ah this is all right but I I was on the app scrolling and looking at content and and then I I think something sparked like I think Ben kept growing and I'm like I need to I need to catch up (laughs) so then um when I quit my job I kind of set a goal to put out at least two videos a day on TikTok. Um, and so for a whole month, I put out two videos a day. And then I uh, even after that, for another two weeks, I put out three videos a day. So it's like nonstop pushing content on TikTok. Um, and then one day, I think it was like in May this year. So about three months ago, um, one of my videos went viral and it was pretty crazy. Like it's on, I think it's on 3.6 million views now. And I think the most jarring stat is the comments. It's on like 438,000 comments. Was that the one where it's like, uh, pretend that you don't know me and guess how many followers yeah. I have? So I found that sound on TikTok and it's by a guy called Kai. He's from London. Um, I just came across the sound and I'm like, this is kind of kind of cool. 
Uh, I don't have that many followers on TikTok, so let's just see what people think I have. And then, yeah, it blew up and it was crazy. I grew 130,000 followers in a day. And that's ridiculous. Holy. Yeah. That's like some Charlie D'Amelio stat right there. <laughs> well, not, not, not that crazy. <laughs> but but um, it's so, like after that, like I grew a lot and I feel like I need to find other things to make that can keep that growth because mm. like I can't just keep posting that all over and over again. Like it's, people are going to get bored. So I need to find other things that uh, I can make constantly that you know that can can that will entertain people still and and keep people watching my videos yeah totally um so could you give any tips i mean tiktok i guess it's it's a bit of a like a a, a bit of a fluke at, for some people you know getting on for you page or anything but do you have any tips to maybe help that growth um i think posting constantly like as in at least two or three times a day is a big way like a like a, a a great way to fast track the growth but i think it's like uh consistency and what you post so i think if you're a photographer it's really good to show a bit of behind the scenes and then show the final result so like how why does this why is this photo special so like is it a cool reflection like you want to show people how you got to that reflection or like how you created that reflection um how to yeah so i think showing the behind the scenes of your photo shoots is always really good. Um, but I mean, I think it's, I think you have just have to question it, right? Like, is this going to entertain people? Are people going to be curious watching this or are they not like, yeah. So I guess that's the, that's the main fe- the main thing. Like be like, ask yourself if the, if the video you're going to post is going to get people to question what they're watching or interact with it, engage it, like with it, share it or comment on it. Um, yeah, so that kind of stuff is really important. Um, and I mean, on TikTok, you, you always want to grab the viewer's attention in like the first two seconds or they just swipe away. So mm. you, how you get that and how you in, like drag the audience in, in that first two seconds is very important. It's funny. The thing with TikTok, you know, compared to Instagram with Instagram, you swipe across a still photo usually and you kind of see the content you want to see. And I think that's one of the reasons a lot of people like TikTok because Instagram, they'll, even if I'm, if it's on the recommended feed, it'll be off recommended what you like. But I love how with TikTok, it's more, you know, yes, they kind of figure out that you might like photography and give you more photography posts. Yep. But I think it's a good way to grow for the reason being that they just give you random videos. Because, like, you know, with YouTube, it's a 10-minute video, so it sounds weird, but it's almost a commitment to click on it. Yeah, definitely. And, and let's say let's say I want to, on YouTube, I don't usually search up 10 ways to cook a fried egg in 15 seconds. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then you'll find on your For You page and you'll kind of go, well, this is something I'd never click on, but it's a bit of fun. So I yeah. think that's... That's the big best thing about TikTok. Exactly. My so uh, my friend Ichban and I also run a, that podcast we, you mentioned at the beginning, the 529 podcast. And our first, our latest episode is actually about TikTok. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if you've heard it, but yeah, it's, it's no, talking I about... I listened to it last night. Yeah. It's talking about how it's like the power is there. The power of TikTok is there and it's the cross-promotional power as well. So like if you grow on TikTok there's a high chance you'll also grow on Instagram and YouTube too, if you have good content on, on all platforms. Um, what I also noticed 
now that Reels is out, is that, um, like, because maybe because I already have a following on on Instagram, like the views are a lot more on Reels, like um, like consistently more. So really? yeah, so because um, like I think it's because I post it on my feed and I already have a following on Instagram. Lots more people are seeing the video to begin with, and then they push it out to more people like that are, that are not following me if the video is good but yeah. the base level of views and and engagement is more on reels because i think i already have a following um oh, yeah. but i think also like on tiktok it's harder to get something to stick because yeah it's the for you page and people might not know who you are so like it's they're just taking you out of context like you're like they don't know you're a photographer they don't know your past work they don't know all that stuff um and so it's hard it's harder to get your audience to be more loyal i think um but but at the same time if you do get a video that is viral then that's the power of tiktok yeah i think it's a really good way if just starting up something and you want to get noticed to give it a go but you just mentioned your podcast so can you tell us a bit more about that yeah so uh my friend ichiban and i run a podcast called five to nine podcast we've put out 16 episodes so quite close to to you <laughs> you've done more than us um, yeah, only just though i think I'm, this is episode 18 so a bit of a race here who can get to 51st i think you'll i think you'll beat us <laughs> but um essentially we talk to uh it's called the five to nine because it's like the opposite of nine to five so like people oh, yeah. who work nine to five so we we want to talk about the the five to nine who people who work the freelance lifestyle and um we invite guests like you and we talk about how they've become how they've made their you know five to nine life how how they've created their five to nine life pretty much oh yeah i love that (laughs) that's so cool far out i'm gonna i've listened to i think i listened to your first episode that came out like a year ago and then your most recent two and I, I do love it it's a it's fun I think you two the personality you guys bring in you know being so similar but so different at the same time it's a really good entertaining podcast thank you so we um we yeah we started it because we wanted to show our personality a bit more because all like Ben and I have been doing is like over the last like five six years we've just been posting on Instagram and it's like we just kind of been hiding behind our photos so like we, the reason we started the podcast was to to show a bit more of us and show our personality and the way we think and the way you know we work and we we chat with other people as well and so yeah I think it's been a great way to help us get out there a bit more yeah totally so a segment I really like doing I've tried to make it a bit of a unique uh, I have a segment if that makes sense I have on my screen here a spin the wheel yep um and I'm going to give you probably a 10 really random questions. They're going to be decently spitfire. You can go into detail if you want your choice, but they are, they're really random. Okay. Um, so we're going to do this. And the first one is, what is your favorite smoothie? Oh, uh, I would have to go with a mango smoothie. Oh, I love my fire. mango smoothies. Mm. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm getting, th- why did I ask that question? Now I'm so thirsty. <laughs> And it's the afternoon as well, so I probably can't. No smoothie places are open and with stage four. <laughs> but anyway, we're going to spin it again, and it is: what is your like? What does your dream home look like in like image, like in you know visual 
talking, if that makes sense. Dream home? Yeah. Uh, very, like, related question because I w- w- used to work in architecture. But yeah. um, I think I would – I don't need anything massive, just something small and something that works for me. Like, I uh, – yeah, like I'm not into like all these massive houses or massive spaces. I just like, I like small spaces that work. So if I was to start my own architecture firm, I would be designing like small houses that, uh, you know, that work well, that that serve the function of what it needs to do. Oh, yeah, I like that. All right, we're going to spin this wheel again. And it is, what is your favorite food? Um, I would probably say Japanese food. Mm. Um, what what type of dish? Ramen, ooh. sushi. Uh, that's a tough one. I I like my rice dishes. So like mm. anything like uh like pork katsus, tonkatsus. Oh yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, they're they're really they're good. <laughs> it's funny because it's when I like I don't have katsus usually, but when I'm in Japan snowboarding and stuff, they always have those at the lodges, and yeah. I. I never have them because when I get Japanese, I always get like sushi or ramen or something. Yeah. But that give that gave me a little flashback. Now, <laughs> now, now I'm in a better mood. Um, all right, we're gonna spin this wheel again. And it is who is your favorite Instagrammer? Oh, tough one. Um, when I was starting out and like a few years into my photography, I was super inspired by I don't know NK, if you know NK Seven. No, I do not. So his in his handles is at nk7 and um he's a photographer from shanghai um or china some, somewhere in china i think i think it's shanghai um but yeah his photos are super cool and inspired me to to keep pushing and keep growing and i was fortunate enough to meet him last year in hong kong we did a job together and yeah it was it was fun and it was great to meet him oh wow here's some beautiful shots i'm just looking at it now wow yeah. Yeah, so he goes. He travels a lot, and he he takes some amazing shots. He shoots um he shoots a lot for Jordan Brand and Nike. So that's I think yeah, what he I'm does saying, a lot of. That's yeah, insane. Is that a photo? Did he have a photo shoot with Kobe once? Yeah, I think he's he's Jeez. met. I think he's met a lot of the NBA superstars who come to China. That's pretty insane. I think he but... shot. I think he shot Cristiano Ronaldo maybe as well, Holy and man. Russell Westbrook. Yeah, he's just like all these like famous sports stars that come to China. Wow, that's insane. I'll check them and follow. All right, back on topic. Um, The next question is, if my wheel will spin, who's your favorite YouTuber? Oh, that's another tough question. Um, I don't know. This is hard. At the moment, I think I would say Potato Jet. Do you know Potato oh, yeah. Jet? Yeah, we're trying to get him on the pod actually right oh, really? now. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's super cool. Like, I, I like his vibe and he's just like, he seems like a super down-to-earth guy who just like, if I meet him on the street, he'll just be nice to you. <laughs> like, he's just like a yeah. normal dude that makes funny and nice videos. Yeah, that's something I love. But, um, right, next question. We're having some technical issues here. Let's give it another spin. And it is, where is your dream destination? Like, where would you love to go? Ooh... Like that I've never been to before. Yeah. Um, I think like I I think I really want to explore more of Europe. Like I've only been to Venice when I was I did I did a one month exchange program in Venice, Italy for a month, and oh, yeah. and I went to Turkey for a wedding, and then I went to Barcelona at the start of the year. So I've been to three places in Europe, but I really want to explore 
like all the like London and Iceland and like all these other places in Europe that are you know super cool. So yeah. I want to check those places out for sure. Nice. We're gonna do one last one, and that is far out. Knowing when you have technical issues, um, here. What is your like biggest photography fail? Um, I would say not shooting in raw for like the past, like the the first like couple of years of my photography, like not career, but like just yeah. photography. I don't know I explorations. So like, oh. So not shooting raw and not using Lightroom. So two things that are big fails on my part um, because I learned Photoshop when I was in university. So like I edited everything on Photoshop. Like not even, I don't know if you know on Photoshop, there's like camera raw, which is basically Lightroom. Um, oh yeah. But it's not even that. I've just been like, I just like do random, like I don't do, I don't color it that well on Photoshop and it's harder to color photos in Photoshop than in Lightroom. Um, mm. And Lightroom has a great like organization tool as well, like with all the folders and stuff. But um, for the first couple of years, I was only shooting JPEG and I was only editing in Photoshop for colors. And that wasn't so good. <laughs> so yeah. I would always recommend you shoot in RAW, even though the files are a bit bigger um, and also use Lightroom because you can control your colors a lot more. And then if you really want to tweak your photos a bit more and like, you know, flip things upside down or mirror or whatever, then you can use Photoshop. So I think like yeah, finding that process for me took a bit of time, but now I found it. So that's good. Yeah. Like I just, I made that mistake. Like, so I got my, my Sony a7 III in December last year yeah. or something along that. Um, And I, for some reason thought I was already shooting raw and I, I never clicked command I on my keyboard to check like the status on Lightroom yeah. of the photos. And it was until about two months ago, I'd shot all my shots JPEG, um, <laughs> which I really regret now because I got some gold images with like flares and sunsets and I'd love to like blow them up like huge one day, but um, I think that's not going to happen. I think, um, I think you still can, but it's like just the... The dynamic, like like if you accidentally blow out the sky or like if it's too yeah. dark on on if it's raw you can bring it out a lot more yeah um but I mean like you knew about raw like I when yeah. I first had no idea about raw so that's why I just shot JPEG like so I think if you're listening to this podcast and you like photography then you should try to shoot in raw as much as you can even though you, you might not know how to use the files you might be able to learn like in three years time have even having those raw photos you know what I mean like is yeah. always going to be good because mm. now I look back and all my old photos are jpegs and I'm like what's wrong with you yeah <laughs> like I it's funny because I'm I'm a big guy on you know seventh year and north borders you know Mike and yeah yep. and um he made a tutorial maybe would have been a year ago and it was about bringing up underexposed photos yeah and I shot JPEG and so I, I was like, all right, I'm shooting JPEG. I mean, that can't matter that much. So I'm going to super underexpose my images then I can bring them back up. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I'm not too impressed with the decision I made back then, but I mean, yeah, that pretty much explains for itself if you're a photographer. Yeah, definitely. So one last thing before we end the podcast, I like asking my guests, do you know anyone that you could get me in contact with that you think would suit the podcast? Oh, try getting itch butt on it. All right. I'll give him my best shot. <laughs> 
But that is going to do it for this podcast. If you guys did enjoy it, I would really appreciate if you hop over to iTunes, even if you're on Spotify, and give it a little review. We're currently just sitting outside the top 10 for podcasts for education in Australia, and I'd love to get into the top 10 soon. So I'd really mean a lot if you do give it a little review. I'd prefer if it's five stars, but, you know, your choice, 100%. Make sure to go check out Demis on Instagram. His Instagram is just his name, Demis, and check it out on YouTube and TikTok. Same here with me on all platforms on 56th Grid. I hope you have a great day, evening, morning, wherever you are in the world, and I look forward to seeing you guys in the next episode of Backs in the Future. We out. Thanks, man.